0: Welcome to the
1: MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss trends that may end up defining the future of marketing. Joining us is Dan Radu, who is the president of Macro, which is a B2B global marketing agency that specializes in digital marketing and CRM. Macro offers their clients either dedicated or project-based resources to scale marketing operations, campaigns, they add their technical expertise to your team, they can accelerate your marketing projects, and they use global resources as a natural team extension. Yesterday, Dan and I talked about the future of the marketing profession, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about globalization in technology marketing. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Dan Radu, the president of Macro. Dan, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast.
2: Glad to be back. Thanks for having me.
1: Excited to have you back. Excited to continue our conversation. You know, yesterday we talked about the future. We looked into our crystal ball and said, what's going to happen now that the access to data is being restricted because of privacy constraints and marketers are being asked to be more technical? And also, oh, we've got this whole large language learning model, artificial intelligence thing happening. What's going to happen to marketers? And the truth is marketing is still marketing is still marketing. You're still going to have to understand who your customer is and be able to deliver the message of your product and service to them at the right place and right time. But the methodology which you're going to deliver that message is going to change. There's another factor that we didn't really talk about, which is globalization. You've worked in a brand that has gone increasingly global. Talk to me about your thoughts about globalization, specifically for technology marketing. How much are we going to focus on being a worldwide technology marketer and how much do consumers care?
2: Globalization is very important because it's happening. So a lot of marketers as companies grow and growth is definitely one of the objectives of marketing is to then go after a global market. If you're a company that develop technology in the Bay Area, you go national and then you go global. So at one point you need to have regional offices, at one point you have global partners to support you, at one point you have to comply with uh, regulations like GDPR in Europe or other parts of the world.
1: So you mentioned a couple different factors there when we talk about globalization. One, there is, are your customers global? And two, how are you running your global organization? Let's talk a little bit more about finding customers across borders. Do you think that's something that's going to become more common, easier? Are people going to start businesses that are still focused on one language, one country? Or is it going to be easier down the road to be able to globalize and focus on a worldwide market?
2: One of the things that we are doing and we're trying to help companies is be a partner with digital marketing experts that speak multiple languages, they're able to work with regional marketing managers that are able to support localization of campaigns and cater the marketing message to a local market.
1: So I understand that it's something that you're trying to help brands with. Do you find that globalization is becoming more of a focus for your consumers? Or is this something that's sort of static? When a business grows, they start thinking about other businesses. Are people starting to think globally? Or are they expanding from one market to the next?
2: I think we will become much more interconnected. And we do have to expand globally. I think maybe some geopolitical dynamics will evolve. Possibly what used to be called brick countries might evolve into an even bigger market, and that's going to become very important for companies to expand.
1: And when you think about the process for globalization, is the technology helping marketers make it easier to globalize, or is it the same challenge that it was 10 years ago?
2: Some things are easier. There's more tools for a lot of the translation that it's requiring, a lot of the localization but I think some of the business challenges are the same. It's the same regulations, lack of expertise, very hard to reach the global markets.
1: So you've also expanded your team to be global. Talk to me about the process of finding talent outside of your borders.
2: Well, we've always been global and we have multiple entities in the world that help us employ people, bring resources to our global marketing teams. What has helped us is a global perspective Making sure that we are accommodating everybody globally in our culture and how we work in accommodating different time zones, taking into account different regional holidays when people are available to work like that. All of those make a difference in your team.
1: And when you think about finding global talent, you've done a nice job of this expanding beyond just your home in Toronto and Canada to where you're originally from in Romania and a couple other places. How have you figured out how to manage the process of finding the right talent across the world?
2: Well, we also had our ups and downs. We also some bad hires or people who were not aligned with the goals. I think you have to think globally. Think, have a one vision, one mission. Standardize uh, how the team operates. And also don't forget to take into account everything that's regional. So regional work requirements, things like schedules, programs. But the most important thing is having everybody tied with the same goal and align the same vision of the company. And a lot of people now, they look for remote work. So they find the opportunity to work with a North American company that brings them on North American projects. Very appealing. So that's definitely a benefit for us.
1: So talk to me a little bit about this trend that we've been seeing with globalization, but not just with finding in-house employees, but also finding talent that is around the globe, your, your freelancers, your contractors. How much of a trend do you think this is?
2: Marketing departments are starting to use more outsourced resources. So again, it's something new. So last time in our conversation, we talked about how marketers have to work more like IT professionals. So IT professionals have been using outsourcing services for a long time, and they understand what's a good outsourcing partner, how can that plug into their teams and into their projects. And I think a lot of marketing departments are starting to adopt that as well. So on one hand, they adopting agile marketing practices, like we said, and on the other hand, they're also bringing in a lot of global team members into their team. Whether that is a simple business process outsourcing or whether they can they're able to bring some sort of strategic and more high value or whether there is, they just need extra hands and brains to accelerate projects.
1: So it's one of the things that we've focused on a lot with building our team is we're a remote team around the world. We've got freelancers and contractors everywhere from the United States, Canada, Germany, Mexico, the Philippines, Egypt, all over the world as teams like ours start to expand and they're focused on using technology to communicate are there any secrets that you've discovered to make sure that people stay engaged and that the teams continue to function like they were in-house teams
2: keeping the people engaged in the team it's super important and we also draw inspiration for example from agile practices so in Agile, we learn about meetings where every meeting can have a purpose. So we have planning meetings early in the week. Then we have the blocker meetings by Thursday. So you work throughout the week, you're stuck, you don't know how to solve it. The team comes to this open space where they can ask each other questions. They can collaborate and then problems get solved. You get deblocked, then there's weekly updates. Then there's also meetings just for fun, where people are talking about anything else except work. All of this are very important in keeping the team engaged. One thing that we do like to practice, for example, is when somebody joins us, we always give them a working remote guide. Or in the interview, I always wanna ask what they see as challenges in working remotely whether they get bored, whether they have cabin fever, whether, you know, how easy for them to relate to people? We have a survey where we constantly ask our staff how easy is for them to relate and collaborate with other team members, keeping the work interesting for them. That's always the challenge of the company.
1: Finding the right talent is always a challenge, whether it's somebody that's going to be a full-time employee, somebody that's going to be a contractor. The good news is that we have technology to be able to bridge the gap, even though we're Sometimes across the street, sometimes across the world, we can use tools, Zoom, Slack, all sorts of other communication tools, project management tools, but in some way, there's no replacing building that personal relationship. The last question I have for you is how much do you focus on getting the team together and building those personal relationships, or do you rely entirely on digital communication?
2: You know, when I visit a team in Romania, we fly people from different areas and cities of the country into where we are and we do some nice team building and fun activities. Yes, I think those are important. Here in Toronto, even if our team is remote, we still bring people together for activities. I think it's super important for people to see humans in real life.
1: In an odd way, the world is becoming a smaller place. You can reach out to anyone using digital marketing technologies. It's easier to translate your content and put yourself in front of the consumers all the way around the world. On the flip side, it's also becoming a lot bigger. It's harder to stay in touch with the people that we work with on a regular basis. We're seeing this technology trend make it easier for us to reach customers and sometimes harder to stay connected. It's an interesting time in marketing, but globalization is a trend that there is no stopping. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Dan Radu, the president of Macro, for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Dan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is DanRadu, D-A-N-R-A-D-U. Or you can visit his company's website, which is macromator.com, M-A-C-R-O-M-A-T-O-R.com.